As the sun rises and marks the beginning of a new day, the planets rotate with magnificent speeds through space. Our lives and thoughts are just specks of dust in this vast universe. Existence created with a mere thought, traveling at the speed of light. Surrounded by frequency, we are humanity. What does this journey hold for you? How can you prepare for this great task of mortal existence? Where can I find information to follow my heart and purpose? These are questions that I have asked myself. What are the mysteries that have yet to unfold? Join me in the search for meaning and inspiration. Tune into the universe around you for the most profound intelligence. I am Joshua Roberts, and your journey has led you here to this podcast. I'm grateful to offer wisdom, guidance, and information to help you along the way. Together, we will discover books, health, outdoor adventure, spirituality, and mysticism. We will also meet others on this journey and learn from their experience. Let's raise the vibration of this planet. Welcome to the podcast. Hello out there. How's everybody doing? I hope you're doing marvelous. You're having a great day. And whatever your intention is, that it will come to pass for you. I have returned from the Vision Quest. It's been extremely busy since I got back, which isn't wasn't really my preference, but I had a lot of uh, things going on, and you know, when you commit to things, you just have to get them done. And so I have so, so much to talk about, probably the next four podcasts I could fill just with information from the Vision Quest alone, but... And I just let me. I just want to share some teachings with you, some things that I learned, some experiences that I had, and see if something may inspire you to do something different in your life, or just know that whatever it is that you're doing, you're doing the right thing, and it's going to take care of you, and it's going to teach you, and spirit will provide, and you will truly live the life that you deserve. So, first of all, let me just, uh, maybe I could just summarize the vision quest for you. I mean, this was a, this was a seven, seven plus day event um, in the mountains, kind of the central, south, southern central part of Utah, and it, it was phenomenal. The weather was amazing. We had these powerful, powerful rainstorms and hailstorms that came through. We had sunny skies. We had clouds. I mean, we had all of it. And we were on a, a really nice chunk of private property owned by my friends Monica and John. And special thanks to them for hosting us on their property. I mean, it's just a beautiful piece of property. It has a creek running through it. It's pine trees and mountains and meadows and you know it's it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful they have a beautifully painted teepee up there and we were at a nice spot where we were able to camp and have a day area and have our fire and uh, we built a sweat lodge there and had a fire walk and also did a, a vision quest individually up in the mountains and we were up in the mountains for about three and a half days. Uh, no food, no water, just um, a little bit of tea and a little tiny bit of tea and our blankets and tarps 
and whatever else an individual felt like they couldn't survive without. So personally, I took my blanket and my tarp, and I had a, a little backpack to carry my stuff and my spirit feather and my journal. And I had a, uh, a real interesting experience, so I'll, I'll kind of break that down to you in a minute, but I want to talk a little bit about how it all started, and I want to give a huge shout out to the Sacred Wisdom Circle Institute. This is an organization um, that I am now fully involved with and is a huge part of my life and will be moving forward. Um, great individuals have spent the last 30 years developing their teachings and these programs and they are in a position now where they're sharing this with others and providing this information and these this teachings from from all over the earth in you know indigenous type spirituality um, you know pretty much everything that serves mankind in the most pos positive way is the things that we're learning in this institute and so you if you want some information on this group if you're interested in learning some of the things that I'm learning and what we're doing and want to get involved uh, we have you know sweat lodges and ceremonies and we have some remote teachings you know you can get some we have a, a great <clears throat> year-long online course that you can get involved with if you want to learn a lot about kind of where to start from the beginning um, to, you know, being pretty well versed in a lot of these, this ceremony and the sacredness and um, the ritual and different things like that that you want to learn about, how some of the indigenous tribes did these things and why they were so profound and so beautiful. And so you can get, you can just email me at info at enlightenedoutdoors.com. And I will get back to you with the information so you can get connected with us, the Sacred Wisdom Circle Institute. Okay, well, let's talk about the Spirit Quest. So I was a, I'm a local for this particular event. that We have events all over the, the world, actually. Um, we had people from... Hong Kong and or excuse me people from Taiwan we had people from New York we had people from Canada um, all over the United States and uh, it was a it was amazing there was around 20 participants and we had probably seven or eight staff plus Monica and John who hosted and also facilitated some of the event and did some training and some teaching and uh, first things first, we we connected. Uh, we went and sat down. We had a little sat sit down, a couple of us, and figured out what we needed to do. The first task at hand was to build a sweat lodge, a Native American style sweat lodge in in um, the Seminole fashion, according to uh, one of our uh, head partners that you know was going to be running the sweat. So he kind of gave us some instruction, and we proceeded to collect some willows and bless the willows. And one of the things the indigenous tribes would do or the Native Americans would do is always bless whatever it is that they used from Mother Earth. And so <clears throat> in this particular 
scenario, we were praying for the willows that provided themselves for us and then blessing Mother Earth with some sacred tobacco as a trade. So every time you take something, you always give something in return. And this is a very valuable lesson, not only for just items that you that Mother Earth provides for us, but items that we use in life and, you know, trading people, services, and, you know, even money. Money is a great reciprocation in some cases um, for people that provide a service to you. And, you know, we one of our modern day things is, is cash flow. And that's something that we have to have to survive in some cases, in some places, not everybody. Uh, <laughs> But so it's a great, it's great. That was one of the first lessons that was really profound to me is that I took something that was sacred to me and gave it back to the mother for something that was sacred to her. So that was a big lesson. So we, we found the right willows. We were blessed and led to the right spot and just got some amazing, amazing willows. We blessed all the trees that were there and blessed Mother Earth for providing those. And then we went up to the property after we collected all those willows. It took us a little while to get them, but it was beautiful. It was fun. We had a good time. You know, I met a couple of the guys that came up, Marvin and Farrell, you know, and Gentle Eagle. So a huge shout out to them. We were, we were the willow crew. <laughs> so we collected the willows, went up to the event. <clears throat> it was hailing like for two hours before we got there. And I don't know if you've ever been... To Utah, we have a lot of limestone here, and when the limestone breaks down, it breaks down into like talcum powder, and when it gets wet on the road, it is like ice. It's worse than ice. There's no control. So it was, it was an awesome adventure getting into the property. We had a beautiful rainstorm, hailstorm to clear out the air and uh, prepare the way for us. And uh, it also was a great lesson in patience, you know, that it took us a while to get to the property and get set up. And obviously another one of the lessons is that everything's perfect. No matter what happens, no matter where you are, no matter who you are, no matter what you're doing, no matter how crappy sometimes life can be, everything is perfect. And to take that perspective and understand that no matter what you do, it's right. You decide. You are the the pilot of your life, and ego wants to second-guess everything. So I'm grateful for that lesson to just let it be and just everything's perfect however it turns out it turns out and it's exactly the way it's supposed to be and expectation doesn't matter it's just something for us to get in our for me to get in my head and be ridiculous about it so that was a great lesson too so anyway let me just summarize this really quick we're already at almost 10 minutes uh you know i'd like to keep these short so people can listen to them i might go a little bit long today um, just kind of giving you a summary of this, and then I want to next week I want to go over some some teachings specifically that we learned in this, and some other cool things that I'm doing also that I want to share with you. So, so first uh, we got we got up to the event, we set up camp, we had tents, we had a beautiful grassy area prepared by John and we set up all of our tents and had the kitchen and the tents all set up everything ready to roll we had a nice fire fire ring we started to meet everybody um you know we put the willows in the we kind of prepared a space for the sweat lodge uh, we assembled the rest of camp and then we kind of just did some some teachings you know some different uh, lessons on the things that we were going to be going over at this vision quest, you know, about the vision quest, about the ceremony, 
um, about the sweat lodge, about the firewalk. And uh, we also learned some great things um, about some different modalities. You know, there was some information on meditation, information on shadow work. We did some information on, you know, some of the different things that you do um, preparatory to a sweat lodge, making prayer ties, uh, the importance of, of having respect, huge amounts of respect for these sacred ceremonies. And, you know, a sweat lodge isn't something that you just go and do. It's a very sacred ceremony. It's dangerous. There's people that get hurt trying to do sweat lodges using the wrong materials. They don't, they don't, um, they just don't do it right. You know, it's a, it's a sacred thing that needs to be done by somebody who knows what they're doing and has the right authority or the right initiation to prepare, prepare and pour the water in that sweat lodge so that one, people are safe and two, the right energy is that is present, you know, and the guardians and the spirits are blessing that event and, and protecting the individuals that are there and allowing them to do the work that they need to do. It's very important, uh, very, very important. So we went on the vision quest, you know, after a day or so of camping and, and classes and preparing, uh, we did a, a small sweat uh, to enter into the spirit world, which was awesome. We had just, you know, like an hour-long sweat. We did four we got the fire. We had a wonderful Alex Cougar was the firekeeper. Did a great job with that. Props to him. He prepared the fire and the stone people, brought them into the sweat lodge. And we had a, a little sweat lodge to prepare ourselves to enter into the mountains. And then after we left the sweat lodge, we were in the spirit world. And we hiked up to our little spots on the mountains. We had a number already predetermined. We were all lined up with our gear whatever gear that we brought and we went up there and we're blessed in our spot and that's where we stood for for three and a half days no food no water a little tiny bit of tea and some you know blankets or journals or whatever whoever brought whatever everybody brought a little something different some people brought a lot of stuff some people brought hardly anything <clears throat> you know I just had a blanket and a tarp in my backpack and a journal and that was sufficient for me um I wasn't really worried about dying in three and a half days. And so, and I have a lot more experience in the mountains uh, than most people um, that were there. So it was different for me, you know, just understanding the outdoors and temperature and that I would survive regardless in, in three and a half days. So that, that aspect of fear wasn't really there for me. Um, my problem was just my head getting out of my head and connecting to mother and letting mother teach me what I needed to learn. And so I really had a struggle for a couple of days just thinking about this and thinking about that and looking and seeking and trying and, and instead of just allowing. So it was a great lesson in patience for me and also um, to just get grounded and shut up, tell my head to shut up. <laughs> really great lesson. Uh, by the third day, I really was connected and I, I received some great insights and saw some great things and I released a lot of emotion and did a lot of journaling. I uh, had a really good experience um, after that. At first, I was a little frustrated because I just wasn't, my expectations were way too high. 
and I wasn't willing to allow. I was trying to force it too much. And it's interesting to see how that has showed up in my life previously. You know, everything that we do is a microcosm of how we live and what's happening and what's going on in our lives. And it's interesting just to, to witness that and take a step back and analyze it and see, you know, what it is that I'm doing and how I can do it better. So after we woke up on the third or fourth morning, let's see, third morning, we went up in the evening, so we had three nights. So after the third night, we came back down in the morning and had a sacred meal, kind of reintegrated a little bit, got settled, and then we had another sweat lodge that evening, um, a very big, long sweat lodge. We exited the sweat lodge into a firewalk and uh, did a firewalk and uh and came back to real life it was amazing it was absolutely amazing a lot of people had some great breakthroughs and did a lot of really good work in that sweat lodge and it was really powerful especially to come out into a fire walk it was awesome to witness that <clears throat> and then uh we went to bed late that night and the next morning we awoke and had a day of preparation and some classes and then we had our healing ceremony um, all night that night and I was able to help a lot of other people uh, I was able to serve others in their healing process I was able to keep the cer ceremonial fire for quite a while and protect and guard that and bless everybody with the energy and the healing and the power of the fire which was really cool and uh, in the morning, we went to bed for a couple hours and uh, woke up and spent the next day kind of learning some more things. We talked about the Akashic Records, and we did some work in the medicine wheel, and let's see, it's a lot of stuff that we did. And, you know, we kind of just processed, you know, after going through an all-night healing ceremony, you know, there's a lot of stuff that moved, a lot of energy that shifted. Um, all of us, I think, were a little bit different um, in a good way. I know I was for sure. But it was just really powerful to kind of reintegrate. And then also the relationships that formed, how close we all were after that night. Um, and just being on this event together. I mean, this is these are people, most of us were strangers to each other. I'm complete strangers. We just met for the first time. There was a a couple of people that had a partner well one one group was a was a partnership another gentleman had his son up there he didn't participate but he just was a witness and then there was a, a group from from new york that were friends and that had worked together previously but most of us didn't know <clears throat> each other so but we do now and we're like the best friends and so it was amazing just to to see how fast those relationships form and how, you know, when you start doing the work that we're here on this planet to do, those of us that hear the call, how fast those relationships form and how authentic we can be with each other. And so that was absolutely amazing. So <clears throat> after the, after that, you know, we kind of wrapped things up, cleaned up camp. We woke up on the last day and pretty much had everything wrapped up by about noon or one o'clock. Um, we did our potlatch, our giveaway. We brought sacred items and 
placed them on the blanket and allowed people to collect those uh, items that called to them, which was really cool. That's something new that I had never done before, a potlatch ceremony. And um, we loaded up and headed out, and we went to the airport and <clears throat> uh, took some people to the airport, took some people to the park. We, I, I particularly had three individuals that I was transporting um, back to their various transportation uh, we got Yuri to the airport. He flew to Florida, took Marvin to the bus station. He went back to Texas, and then Kimberly came and stayed at my place, and uh, we took her to the airport the next morning, and she went back to West Virginia. But uh, <clears throat> what a powerful event, and just powerful and healing and amazing. And that was kind of the summary of the event, just to kind of give you an overview um, so you could so kind of get a sense of what was going on, this, the spiritual part and the teachings that were done there, I'll save for another podcast. But, and, <laughs> anyway, I just had the best experience. It totally transformed me. I'm, my life is much better. <clears throat> my relationships are much better. I'll talk about that in another podcast. I had some, some, some rifts that needed to be healed and it was amazing when I come back and met certain individuals that I was previously I had this story that I had these problems with and it's really interesting you know one one the biggest one of the biggest takeaways from this event was a tagline change your story change your life and special thanks to Linda for that one because you know I I'd convinced myself that I had this issue and it was just a story it was just a story that I told myself and when I was able to look at it from a different perspective, it was amazing that it was just a story. And it was ridiculous for me. And But I had put so much faith and so much, I put so much into this story that I actually created a situation within myself that was causing bad feelings and, you know, contention and frustration and annoyance. And all it was was a story. And I was able to forgive these individuals and release this story and it changed everything everything i no longer i have a perfectly wonderful open relationship and it didn't <clears throat> it's amazing how different it was completely different and it, it was different for us on both sides so i'll talk more about that later but um anyway so yeah info at enlightenedoutdoors.com. If you're interested, we're going to be doing more of these events, and we would love to have you. You're interested? Please reach out to me. Um, I will get you connected with the right the right space. And uh, I've got an event coming up in September. And actually, I think we have two events in September um, that'll be really similar to this type of event. Uh, one's going to be a, a sweat lodge and a, and a healing ceremony and a firewalk. Uh, we've got another one that's going to be a vision quest. So if you are interested, then send me an email, info at enlightenedoutdoors.com. If you like this podcast, then just share it with somebody. You know, I'm just, it's just me. And uh, <clears throat> I just, I've learned a lot of great things in my life and they've helped me and I hope that everything that I say or do 
in some way would inspire somebody else to change their life and do something good for humanity. So here we are, Enlightened Outdoor Experience, raising the vibration of the planet. And I hope that you have a great day and smile and remember that you are enough. No matter what you're doing, you are enough. Namaste. This is the Enlightened Outdoor Experience. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did, please go to iTunes and write us a review or leave us a five-star rating. It helps others find this podcast. The music was provided in the intro and the outro by Robbie James Ryan III and the band All Else Is. You can find them on SoundCloud. I'm so grateful to have spent this time with you and for all that you're able to do on this great planet. Please enjoy the rest of your day and have a beautiful life. Thank you.